Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults and people who don't really give a fuck. Uh-oh. I, I'm having one of those weeks. I was really struggling to get through the whole week. I was like, I, I don't want to do any of this stuff. You know what I mean? I think everybody has weeks like that. I guess. I was just having, it was like, my life is, I'm going through a change of life at work. Uh-huh. Right? Because like for a year, literally a year, my life was consumed by a single project. Right? It was a horrible, coming to a close. Right. It was a horrible project. I hated it. I hated everybody involved with it. They all hated me. It was terrible. It, it was unbelievably stressful. I did not approve of getting phone calls from corporate vice presidents in the middle of the fucking night to ask me questions about shit and now that is ending and i am unimportant once again but you kind of like that right i don't know i hated oh. i hated the work i hated it but you don't want to be a peon but i don't I, I just want when i say things for people to go oh shit sam's talking you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. instead of what they do now which is go ah, sam's talking and i don't want to hear it yeah well so i don't know you just gotta climb that ladder again I, i'm not gonna put any effort okay i'm gonna, re- I'm gonna re- make your peace with it that's what i'm saying i'm gonna refocus my efforts on things that are good for me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i agree like getting inside you that's my, oh my number God. one priority right shut now shut up i'm like you know how ups it's like satisfaction is job one whatever i don't think they take that seriously <laughs> well i'm my from the looks my, of my packages lately mm-mm. my new slogan is fucking is job one nice that's all i'm gonna nice. do i'm gonna chase you around trying to put my penis inside you i'm just saying if i was you I would, I would get used to it anyway this episode number 567 moving out maybe you <laughs> i have a feeling you and thing one are about to become a wacky sitcom <laughs> i don't know about that i don't know about the sitcom part oh yeah if they want to call us where can they call us you can call our google line at 214-267-9899 email rwtyshow at gmail.com thanks to amazon for being my sponsor also your baby can read that is no bullshit we're gonna teach you how here in a few minutes mm-hmm. now i thought it was pretty cool that we got an email from one of our listeners right away who we said can. they tried this and it's working for can their we kid. talk about that later yeah we can talk about it later okay. i just thought it was cool so we started our weekend out with a bang again. Always nice to wake up Saturday morning and have somebody kicking me out of bed going, come on, we got to take a kid to the doctor. Okay, here's the thing. I like to sleep in a little bit. Now, by sleeping in, I mean like 7 o'clock. Your, your definition of sleeping in is fucking retarded. Well, I have to get up so early during the week, 5.30, 5.45. And this week, I think I got up at 5 a couple of times. Yeah. And so, yeah, on Saturday, I want to sleep in. But Could I, you stop making me feel bad about it? Whatever. I mean, no, I mean, I want you to sleep in with me. Okay. Which means don't get out of bed before nine o'clock. You don't have anything you have to do before nine o'clock in the morning. Well, sometimes I just can't sleep because I mean, I I'm understand. I, I've got that internal time clock thing. It's really annoying. Can you start taking some, uh, Sleeping pills before the middle of the night. I'm not gonna just drink more. Just just have some more drinks. That's Stop what I do. It. If I want to sleep late the next day, I have a few more drinks. 
Well, I, I, I wake up at seven. I'm laying there. I'm trying to pretend I'm not awake because if somebody actually sees my eyes open like the cat or thing three, <laughs> then you have to commit to the getting up. Well, the cat, yeah, the cat and the dog, if they hear people, they're like, well, somebody better be fucking feeding me and getting me out of this crate. That needs to happen immediately. Mm-hmm. Well, but, if the dog hears me up, too, she starts barking immediately. Right. And it's a problem because if you open your eyes, the cat jumps on the bed and immediately walks around the room going, meow, 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 And then meow, I'm not, there's meow, no way meow. I can go back to sleep until I take care of feeding her. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't get up, then she walks into the room. She walks just outside the den door because the den's closed. And that's where the dog sleeps. And she goes, meow, 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 until the dog wakes up and starts barking like a fucking lunatic. Yeah. And then everybody's up. So I'm laying there with my eyes closed and I can hear coughing from the next room. Now, thing two, like the other things, have had raging allergies this season because of all the rain. And it's a pretty typical occurrence for them to be sniffling, snorting, hacking long chunks. The problem is, is hers was getting progressively worse and she was getting hoarse. And now she has swollen glands on top of it. Never had a fever. Right. But at this point, it had been going on too long. And I was like, great. Guess who's going <laughs> to the freaking ass doctor today? Uh, the, what, I, what my favorite thing is, nobody can get sick on a Wednesday. I know. You get sick on a Wednesday, then I can take you Friday afternoon or Thursday afternoon if it, it develops. Now, they start showing symptoms Friday morning, Friday night. They're deathly ill. Saturday morning, we're in the doctor's office. Right. So I don't like it because, you know, you don't know who's going to be in there. You don't know what their issues are. Leprosy. They're never good. Mouth syphilis. Never something simple. Airborne AIDS. I know. You go in with a cold and you leave with tuberculosis or something. I, Everybody's disgusting. Yes. Going to the doctor's office fills me with dread because I inevitably get stuck sitting next to the guy who's got some kind of ulcerating diabetes problem. Where he's well, just it's got, not contagious. Do you want to sit next to a guy who's got an open ulcer on well, his leg and no. fat seeping out of it? No, that's disgusting, and I don't want to be next to it either. Also, whatever kind of disease he's got rotten inside there is probably contagious. I understand I can't catch diabetes. I could probably catch some kind of fucking hideous skin infection from him. Maybe. Because he's got curds of yellow fat oozing out through the hole in him. Shut up. You you asked. I did not. You You brought it up. You goaded me. It's different. You goaded me. So, okay. Fine. I'm going to take her to the clinic. I let her know. In advance, so she could mentally prepare. <laughs> you need to brace your shit. Mm-hmm. Especially because anytime that it has to do with coughing, they're going to listen to your chest, which means the stethoscope is in the breastular area. <laughs> and as a young woman, she's highly protective of that area, wants nothing to do with it. Yeah. But to my surprise, she was actually rather compliant. Which meant she felt like crap. Yeah, as you say, all of our kids are finally starting to realize that when they feel bad, the doctor is probably going to be the answer. Mm-hmm. It may not be pleasant, but that's probably going to be what fixes the problem that you have. Mm-hmm. And she was nervous because she had some events this weekend. And she did not want to miss right. them because like, oh every God. other event this past year she's missed because she's been she's sick. She's been sick. She right. had the fucking swine flu. Twice. I know. <laughs> Poor kid. So we get there, and I noticed the parking lot is pretty bear so i'm thinking wow maybe we're gonna get lucky and there's not gonna be anybody in there sure enough we went in there no one now at this point <laughs> normally 
you know, you go off and do something else because it's going to take a while. It's going to be a couple hours. I mean, you, it's very fucking rare that you get to the after hours clinic, do anything. And then, you know, I mean, have anything done and you're not there for two hours. Usually I'll drop you off at nine o'clock. You're not done till noon. Right. And then you've wasted a whole day just waiting around. That sucks. Nobody likes that. I said, just go do whatever you got to do, and I'll call you when we're done. And in this case, what I'm trying to do is find an iPad case. Jesus Christ, they're rarer than actual iPads. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. I don't know either. Anyway, so we get in there. I sign in, and this should have keyed me that it was going to be really quick. It's because not only did I sign in, but she took my insurance information and my uh, copay payment Whoa. as soon as I was what at the desk yeah so i'm thinking wow maybe we're really and sure enough we sat down and they called us back there they saw us she's got bronchitis horse pill antibiotics and the itty bitty tiniest cutest little cough pills i don't know what it is they do but they're a little tiny yeah fish eggs aren't big they're very kid friendly as far as taking them you don't have to worry about the cough syrup or whatever and here's my question. Why can't all pills be like this? Just know. little round gel looking things that you just throw down your gut. Easy to swallow. And the the antibiotic I thought was great too because the way that he did the dosage, she only had to take it once a day. That rocks. Yeah, it is good. No is good. forcing nasty stuff down their throat three times a day or whatever. And it was medicine that actually worked. She took it in the morning. By the know. middle of the day, she was fine. So that was well, good. Yeah, I was feeling better. She was still coughing and stuff. It probably took Not nearly two days, three days for the yeah. coughing to clear up, but still. The part that was. sucked was I didn't get to run any of my errands because as soon as I dropped you off, I, I, was, I get on the highway, I'm driving, you're like, okay, we're done. Fuck. I know, but then I, I ended up calling Thing One to come get us because you were too far away. I don't know, it was inconvenient. It was an inconvenient. It was convenient for us. You guys are inconvenient thing for me. <laughs> Shut up. What? Not everything is easy. Some things require a little effort. Whatever. I dropped my motorcycle off at the shop today, you know? Mm-hmm. And people were eyeballing it. You think they're sitting on it? Oh, I, I know the fuckers in the in the back drive it. But that's fine. Well, they, I know, they but they kind of have it. to figure it out. That's but fine. I'm saying, do you think other people are pawing it? No, no, I don't. No, because they keep... This is the one thing I like about where I take my motorcycle. I hand them the keys. A guy leaves in my site, goes and gets it, and takes it back to the shop. Their shop is in clo- is big. So when, they, when they're when they done working on your bike, they park it in the back. They don't park it outside. Oh, that's good. When they get there, they go get it. No, the kind of bike I have is apparently very popular. And they, it, there's like a six-month wait list to get it. Right. The guy was telling me, he's like, if you want to sell it, move up to a bigger bike. Got lots of people. So. No. Hmm? You don't need to move up. Hmm? What? Shut up. Just be, oh my God, be happy with what you got. Speaking of which, if you'd like to be happy with the kid that you've got, he needs to know how to read. That's true. I didn't like any of my kids until they knew how to read. I was thinking about that the other day. That's not very nice. They're not very interesting until they can read. Well, reading opens up a whole new world. Yeah, because you have something to talk to them about. You can hand them a book and say, read the book, and they go, oh yeah, thanks. So, we have quite the deal for you if you go to our website what's the website kim rwty show it i don't know i was gonna say rwty show at gmail.com are we there yet podcast.com good try it again i just said are we there yet podcast.com i was talking at the same time 
you can see a, a banner site that says go to the Your Baby Can Read site, get your free demo of it. They'll send you a little packet. Just sign up for it. They'll send it to you for free. Check it out. You, sh- you will love it. The amazing Dr. Titzer put it together, and you'll teach your kid how to read. It's got flashcards, videos, all that kind of good stuff. And then you'll have a kid that you don't look at and go, that is a useless lump of protoplasm laying on my floor. Aww. <laughs> but like I said, we had a listener. Chuck, one of our listeners, said they've been using it with their kid, using it with their kid and he's no longer a useless sack of meat. I know. I, I was asking for uh, personal anecdotes from our listeners to see if anybody had actually tried it, and they had some success. In fact, we're going to try it for a second round now that their child's a little bit older. They're going to yeah. try to do a little more intensive because it does require parental interaction. Well, and, and that's it's important. Get get working with your kid. That's all. That's it. So go to the website over there at podcast.com. Click on the link. Get your uh, get your free offer and check it out. Now, here's something I'm not going to check out anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm turning into douche dad. Because mm-hmm. the next time I hear these words out of thing one's mouth, mm-hmm. you know what's going to come out of my mouth? Mm-hmm. Pack your shit. Well, yeah. Because thing one, we've talked about this before, she turned eight. 18 not too long ago and immediately started with this shit of i'm an adult now you can't tell me what to do Mm -hmm. and i responded and said please to be slowing the fuck down with an i'm an adult kind of thing considering that i still feed clothe let you drive my car provide shelter for you slow the fuck down right and while she does have a decent job it's a decent job for a teenager okay Right. She she ever has to pay rent, buy all her own food, buy her own clothes, that kind of shit. Uh oh. There won't be any buying with new <laughs> That's clothes. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't happen for There's a while. A, I'm gonna put together a big list of all the shit she's gonna have to pay for. Uh, we I've gone over that with her before. I, no, I'm gonna make a list and say, see this? You want to be an adult? This is what it's gonna cost. Especially because if she thinks she's moving in with the boy, who only works like eight hours a week. he's not going to be able to pay his half so what happened last night was she had a bad night she went to something to some kind of school function with one of her friends Mm -hmm. and it It, was sucky it was sucky she was complaining and i had told her i said before she went i said why don't you guys just come out to dinner with us we'll do some stuff and it'll be more fun than what you're gonna do what you're gonna do is gonna suck it sucks every year right Mm -hmm. now i'm going to my friend they get all dressed up they make a big fucking deal about it they're gone for an hour. We're in the middle of dinner. You're getting phone calls about how shitty it is. And she's coming home. <laughs> she was griping at me That's about how saying. bad it was. She, I was like, that's not my fault. She calls. I can hear her yelling at you. And I was like, what? Nobody told you to do this, dummy. Fine. I know. She was mad because we were already done doing what we were going to do. And we were headed home. And she was bummed because she would have rather gone with us, which I thought I would never hear those words. But, yeah, that's why she was upset. Right. So she comes home, she says, because my friend spent the night with me. Fine, I don't give a shit. Go to your room. I don't want to see you out here running around being retarded because that's the rule. Right. Don't. You can have friends over. Just don't make a, don't take over my living room. That's all I'm asking. It's not too much. Fine. Everything's fine. Everything seems to be fine. It's 1130 at night. I'm playing Halo. 
the beta of reach it's awesome i'm shooting people in the face i'm stabbing people in the neck people are calling me a fag i'm laughing and shooting them in the ass i'm just decided you know what i'm gonna live up to my reputation fuck all you guys uh-huh they opened a can of worms with that rating that's the problem not? that's the problem you don't want to play with me fine fuck you i'll make it so it's very unpleasant mm-hmm. whatever however i got about six friend invites last night i see you know friends why friends of a feather yeah people are going this asshole's just like us and oh look we're winning fine mm-hmm. you people asked for it you got it fine then i hear out of the bedroom what sounds like our own little halo reach fight going on in the bedroom people screaming doors fucking slamming i hear yep. you getting out of bed the one thing i don't like and this is going to be very selfish and everybody just buckle up i don't like when the kids wake you up on a friday night you go to bed on friday night earlier than the rest of us and when they wake you up it means you're not going to get a good sleep on saturday which means saturday night when i want you to stay up with me so that i can stay up past the kids and put my dick in you you fall asleep at nine o'clock because the kids fucking woke you up so now i'm pissed because you're trying to figure out what the fuck happened well it was almost midnight i was tired i was up early correct we go i go back in there to see what's going on thing one's flipping out and i hear this that's it i'm moving out i can't stand this house anymore yeah she's got a bag on her bed right which and she's <laughs> putting stuff in it oh she's putting stuff in the closet too which i thought was kind of funny it was like oh well now we're mad cleaning yeah exactly so and i said look if you want to move that's fine don't do it this way this is just dumb you're you're burning bridges that nobody's asking you to burn if you're upset just fucking sleep on it we'll talk about it tomorrow morning you still want to move tomorrow morning? Fine. I'll help you move out. I don't know where you're going to go. But fine. Mm. Whatever. And then she's like, yeah, you just don't understand what it's like. A, I do understand. <laughs> Trust me, I know. You think I don't want to move out of this house at least twice a day? Exactly. Because <laughs> people, are I think I'm going to pack my bags and go with her. <laughs> right. And I tried to explain. I said, look, you want to go. Let's make a plan and you can go. But telling me you're moving out is just cheap punk ass bullshit. It's just it's just a cheap shot at your mom to upset her. She's like, I love my mom. I would never Well, that's exactly what you're doing, douche. So the next time she says, I'm moving out, I'm taking her shit. I'm taking the car keys first. I'm taking her house keys and I'm putting her shit on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. If if you think you're going and taking the car, forget it. That's not happening. The car is mine. Not enabling that. (laughs) Right. The car has to stay here. Oh, the cell phone? I pay for that, too. That's got to stay. You take whatever you can fucking carry on your back, but anything that I pay for stays here. And any furniture or whatnot. Yeah, you don't get your bed. You don't get your TV. No, that shit's all mine. I bought that. That's mm-hmm. mine. That belongs to me. You've been using it, and I don't have a problem with you using it, but it's not going wherever you're going, because as far as I can tell, you're going to the homeless shelter. Oh, I don't think she'd last there very long. I don't think I would last there very no, long. No, and that's what I was trying to tell her. I was like, if you move out, the bushes and stuff. right? If you move out now, you you do not have a good enough job where you can support yourself. You're gonna have to get another job that's gonna fuck up your school, and then your life is gonna be shitty. Stop. Well, she apologized this morning. Yeah. So she slept on. I just felt bad because she had a, a sleepover guest. You know, well, she had to have been feeling kind of weird well and here's the thing she thing one likes to pull this shit when she has friends over because she doesn't think i'll drop on her you know what i mean that i'll just roll over and let her yell at me i guess no. i was reminding her that she was the one that was creating all the drama she was like i'm tired of all the fighting i'm tired of all the stress yeah. and i was like you're the one doing it <laughs> no, you're talking else, about everybody else was fine you're being a bitch stop so yeah 
I, I don't want her to move out, but I'm not going to listen to I'm going to move out every day either. That ain't going to happen. I completely agree. Otherwise, the next time she says it and then she storms out of the house, she's going to come home and think he's going to be moved into her room. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she realizes how eager they are. That's the thing. You got two sisters that are about ready to throw your ass out anyway, so just keep it up. See how it works out. Yikes. My boy, should they, we did such a good job up until now. You know what I mean? No, we did a good job, which is why it's exactly like that. We should, Fuckers. she should want to move out. That's the thing. She shouldn't want to, but she needs to be a little realistic. Well, it's true. Your part time six dollar an hour job, but how you can pay rent? A soldier returned home from combat to find his Frisco home, which was owned free and clear, sold off by his homeowners association. When his wife forgot to pay the HOA dues, the association foreclosed on the soldier's home. While there is a law to protect service members from financial disaster when they're off fighting a war, it is frequently broken. By the time Captain Clower returned from the war, someone else owned their home after paying just $3,500. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ouch. Now, didn't you say that this home was worth over $300,000? Yeah, here's the deal. It's a $300,000 house. Is this Frisco, Texas? Yes, it's Frisco, Texas. Wow. Which a $300,000 house in Frisco might as well be a fucking tar paper shack. Well, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, it's probably pretty average. It's average for most people. I'm saying in Frisco, they're like, who cares? Oh, yeah. So what happened was this soldier and his wife were given the home by his wife's parents. They just gave him the house. Okay. Wow. Line me up for that family. Uh, okay, fine. It's all paid off. Nobody owes shit on this house anymore. The only thing that they're behind on are the HOA dues. And what had happened, as often happens, the guy's off fighting in fucking Iraq does not have time to worry about his homeowners association dues. Does not. His wife's at home with two babies by herself. Okay, trying to keep everything running admittedly probably should have been paying a little closer to attention to the bills doesn't pay the hoa dues eight hundred dollars in dues is what they owe oh my god they fucking auctioned the house foreclosed auctioned done yeah i just don't see how it's fair and equitable for a homeowners association to take that sort of action i don't i don't think if you owe eight hundred dollars the solution is they take your fucking house that I is no, i don't think it should ever be an option i think that should be a total exclusion from the homeowners association rights well i don't think i don't care what it is you owe eight hundred dollars nobody should have the right to now come take three hundred thousand dollars worth of shit away from you you don't get to make two hundred ninety two thousand and two hundred dollars on your deal you know what i'm saying they didn't, though, really. I mean, whoever bought the house for 3500 bucks, they okay, are the they, ones that made out like a bean. But that's what I'm saying. No, this should never be allowed to happen. There should just be a law that says if somebody owes 800 bucks, you can sue them for 800 bucks. Mm-hmm. You can't take their goddamn home. Right. Take $800 worth of property or whatever. Yes. You, you can take their lawnmower. Done. Okay? You can take their, their computer. Done. Fuck off, guys. And that's the thing about homeowners associations. They're just fucking ridiculous. They just need to pass the law in Texas. Somebody's trying to get a law passed in Texas banning these pieces of shit. They're ridiculous. Yes. I don't think there's anything in place that oversees them, which is no, the problem. Because each one is like an entity to itself. Right. They're little companies. I mean, I've, I've had to deal with homeowners associations on a professional level before, and they are universally douchebags. 
Uh, well, I'm yeah okay. This doesn't have anything to do with homeowners association, but well, I'm doing a homeowners association. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just teasing. It's just it's kind of like a a vulture kind of atmosphere out there yeah. because the other day somebody knocked on the door and I opened it and it was a guy asking about the neighbors across the street and I was like I don't know I mean they're Good never time. there. Right. And he was like, well, does the yard always look like that? Uh, yeah, pretty much. They're never home. If they're not home, are they going to be mowing and trimming? No. <laughs> right. They're not there. I don't know, dude. If they're not home, are they giving a crap about whether it's kept up or not? No. They're well, not living there. And to be fair, it wasn't unusual these guys weren't home. One of them wasn't like a, a long haul truck driver. And I don't know what the other guy did, but it was not unusual for them to not be there for weeks at a time. Right. And then he goes to tell me, well, the house is being foreclosed on, so we're trying to decide if we can get inside. And you're looking to me because what? Yeah, I'm not giving you permission to do shit, asshole. I'm not, I, I don't know. It's not my fucking house. I don't know. Um, go knock on the door, see if somebody's still in there? Yeah, see what well, happens. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Why are you asking me? Go away. But it was just odd because, I mean, as soon as they determined that there was no one in that house, they oh, got yeah. in there and they started hauling stuff out, slapping the papers on, redid the lawn, and now there's a for sale sign up there. Yeah, it was eight hours I mean, from the time they talked to you. They had no papers on the flat. door and a guy in a truck taking shit out of that house. The, mo the lawn mowed and a fucking realty sign in the front yard. Whatever. Whatever. I, I just... <sighs> it's aggravating to me, especially because you keep hearing about people losing houses, and yet there was a whole big fucking deal about how there was... There's new money to help people stay in their houses. There's all these kind of fucking programs, and none and of it's getting used. It. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I, honest to God, we need to go back to the old days where if a bank's going to foreclose on your house, they have to bring you the contract, show it to you, say this is the rules that you have broken. This is what we're going to do face to face. Show it to you mm -hmm. because nine times out of ten, they don't even have the fucking contract. They don't know where it's at. It's been sold a hundred fucking times. There's a piece of paper at the bottom of somebody's desk with the rights to your house on it. And nobody even knows who that guy is anymore. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous. And people need to fucking take it back. Well, it seems to me like the services could also have some sort of system to make sure that this doesn't happen to their soldiers. Well, that's what they're saying. There's a fucking law. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to take a soldier's house. You're not allowed to fucking go know, after I'm them for a bunch saying, of money. I'm just saying, there's a law, but they should have someone that helps the spouses that are sitting at home trying to hold everything yeah. together. You know who I think it should Keep be? Keep their stuff together. Navy SEALs. Somebody foreclose, uh, HOA forecloses on a soldier's house. Navy SEALs show up in the middle of the night and kill everybody in the homeowners Kinda association. I like the Rescue Inc. Exactly. Guys. You're a homeowner's association. You try to foreclose on a soldier's house. The seals show up. Somebody shivs you in the eye. He goes, there. Done. Fuck off. He's a soldier. He's busy doing some shit. He'll take care of it when he gets home. Fuck you. I don't know what the answer is, but I'm tired of people behaving like a bunch of idiots. Like assholes. We I mean, I hope karma just comes and bites him in the butt. That's all. We were talking about this today. This douchebag almost cuts me off when we're out going out to dinner tonight. Which we're gonna, let me just say this. If you're going, getting ready to go out to dinner somewhere when you're listening to the show, don't go to fucking McDonald's. Don't go to Burger King. Go to some local restaurant. I'm not, I, just, just do this for me. The food will be better. It will not cost you any more and you'll enjoy it more. And your neighborhood won't fucking go, go to shit because all the business is closed, right? That's true. You might have to deal with some crazy homeless dude peeing in the bushes though. 
Yeah, or changing his clothes <laughs> where your youngest child can see. Anyway, but people are, they're just assholes. This guy cut me off, and then as I'm pulling out, he almost backed into me. And then he just looks at me like I'm the asshole. I didn't do anything, douche. Merg. I'm going to start punching the shit out of people. Next story. This story makes me sad. A tourist who fell asleep on a beach in New Zealand following a naked swim has been admitted to the hospital after a venomous native spider bit him on the penis. The 22-year-old Canadian, who had earlier left his clothes in the sand dunes when he went for a skinny dip, then spent 16 days in the hospital suffering from potentially fatal heart inflammation. He woke to find his penis swollen and painful with a red mark on the shaft, suggestive of a bite. Dr. Nigel Harrison, who treated the man, writes in the latest New Zealand Medical Journal. By the time the tourist reached the nearest hospital in the northern town of Dargaville, his penis was severely swollen, his blood pressure was up, and his heartbeat racing. The following morning, chest pain and other symptoms developed, and doctors diagnosed he had been bitten by a katipo, a rare native spider related to the Australian redback and North American black widow spiders. All right. Ow, I wonder if they're teeny tiny. <laughs> yeah, they're small. They're not very big. I- I'll-, I'll tell you this. I am not going to Australia because there are penis-seeking spiders there. Done. That's a reason enough for me to avoid an entire country. There's a slight chance a, a, a spider will bite you on the cock and your cock will swell up to six times the normal size and your heart will explode. Okay, I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, uh, we've seen several instances where people are naked swimming. Don't leave your penis flinging around in the water. Well, no, this is uncovered. The, here's the, here's the, here's what actually happened. Well, the spider though. was actually in his clothes. It was in right? his pants. If he'd well, stayed naked he, with his cock out, he'd have been fine. If he had kept his clothes on, he would have been in the water and the spider would have died. He would have also been fine. <laughs> just saying. Uh, just, all I can say is I'm, I'm staying the fuck out of Australia. You have cock seeking spiders. That's not nice. It's, it's not nice and I don't approve. <sighs> would you suck the venom out of my dick? No, stop it. No way, man. I'm putting my mouth near anything putrefied and pustulant. I'd suck the pus out of your vagina. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. That's the difference between Whatever. me and you. I'm nice. I love you. That's nasty. You just point and laugh as my cock exploded. You'd be like, oh, look at that. Your penis is all blown up. I'm you sorry. Heal it yourself, mister. Heal it by sticking it down your neck. Like that. What the hell? What? Huh? What was that? What? Uh, what? Why don't you love me? Okay, here's the thing. If your penis was swollen and painful, wouldn't your blood pressure be up and your heart be racing? Regardless, if, if there was any yeah, toxin I, yeah, in there doing if, that? If I woke up and my penis was all uh, fucking engorged with pus running out of the side of it, yes. 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 So how do they know that it was necessarily from the bite? Well, because the after they got the swelling down on his cock, his heart was still all blowed up. He had pericarditis. He was it was fucking very serious. He was in the hospital for sixteen days. I bet ah oh man, that kind of stuff terrifies me because I've it's my understanding that you have if you have something that blows your penis up like that, it's never right. It never goes back to being the good penis you used to have. Well, did that they not omit the actual status and description. Yeah, yeah. They said he was in the they, aftermath. They said he was in satisfactory condition. I was reading the story. I was like, please tell me his cock was all right. Please. But that's satisfactory according to whom? That's what I'm saying. A doctor will tell you you're in satisfactory condition if your leg just got blown off, but you're not going to die. Right. You know what I mean? Okay, you're fine. I, I only have one leg, cock face. I'm not satisfactory. I'm well below average right now. I'm not happy. 
Same thing. If my penis had to be removed because of a spider bite and they reported my condition as satisfactory, I would call a newspaper and say, no, I'm in piss poor condition. I don't have a cock. Yikes. Maybe he has part of it. They just took a chunk out. Maybe it'll grow back like my thumb did. That would be the worst. You you only have part of a penis. They're like, well, we left you about two inches. Fuck you. (laughs) Maybe it'll grow back bigger, better, stronger. Cocks don't grow back. Trust me, if that. there is okay, there's a lot of circulation. There. Let me tell you this: if there's a chance your penis would grow back twice as big if you cut it off, the then world would, would be, be cutting <laughs> them off, full of eunuchs, right? <laughs> the world would be littered with cockless dudes waiting for their dick to grow back. That's true. There would be discarded penises on every street corner. People just throw them away. They're like, "No, nah, I'll get back one back that's twice as long." And women would run in terror if it actually works. Before you know it, the whole world would be populated with 24 inch dicks. I bet there wouldn't be very many children anymore. Yeah. A lot of chicks walking funny. Serious population control going on. <laughs> that deep vagina mutation that you have would suddenly become very popular. Yikes! Where they do an X-ray and your vagina is actually just below your heart. Ew! <laughs> what? Yuck! Be a big career in porn. Just saying. All right, here's my last story. Automobiles, which will be increasingly connected to the internet in the near future could be vulnerable to hackers just as computers are now. Two teams of computer scientists are warning in a paper to be presented next week. The scientists say that they were able to remotely control braking and other functions and that the car industry was running the risk of repeating the security mistakes of the PC industry. We demonstrate the ability to adversarially control a wide range of automotive functions and completely ignore driver input, including disabling the brakes, selectively braking individual wheels on demand, stopping the engine, and so on. They wrote in the report, experimental security analysis of a modern automobile. That is not cool. In any way, is that... No, kidding. That is fucking horrifying. This is kind of information, in my opinion, that they should have brought to Congress first. (laughs) Take it to Congress first. And then make the the car manufacturers do something. I don't know if it's necessarily well, something that we need everybody to know. Because now people are going to be using it. No, here's the thing. I think the point is, and I, I think they have a good point. When Whenever a lot of times these white hat hackers figure this shit out, they go public with it because it immediately forces the company to do something about it. You know what I'm saying? They can't yeah, just leave it out there true. because it's out there. Now everybody fucking knows. I know, but we know how slowly these companies respond to issues. It, there's enough time in there where somebody who wants to wreak some havoc can easily come up with a way to do it. Oh, yeah. I'm tempted to learn how to do it just so I can take over people's car and pretend that I'm Kit from Night I think Rider. it's awful. You know what I mean? Talk to them through their car's OnStar system. I'm sorry, Michael. I cannot allow that at this time. We must go to a crime. And then send them screaming down the road. Or write a virus that affects all the cars and they all start right. driving in unison. Wouldn't that be awesome? They're they all, all drive- stop at once. No, they all start driving in unison. Like it's like well, a choreographed cool. bull- ballet. It'd so be awesome. You might go where you don't want to go. On the other hand, I know for Everybody a fact. Everybody in right, the pool. <laughs> the way it will be used is they'll be using it to kill people they don't like. Right. Or just to create mass havoc. Yeah. I mean, massive oh, yeah. car accidents. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of no. awesome because everything will go back, back to retro cars. I mean, everybody like, fuck that computer shit. Get it out of my, my car. My Flintstone car is looking <laughs> mighty fine about now, is it not? Well, that, that's one of the things we're looking at cars and stuff, just looking at used cars because uh, it looks like we may have to repair that piece of shit van again, and I'm not excited about it. So we were thinking, well, maybe we'll just get another used car, for, you know, trade the van and whatever. The problem is uh, used cars are fucking ridiculously expensive. 
the best used car we found was $5,000 for a 1996 Toyota Tercel. No. No. Well, mm. everything else had almost like 200,000 miles on it. I'm not going to Where do you fuckers car? go that you're racking up that kind of miles? This is the question I have. We we drive about 1,200 miles a month. Total. Total. I know. People will commute to work. I mean, you don't I have guess. to commute. Uh, but all these There's used cars. Plenty of people that live in Dallas that commute to Fort Worth for a job. I don't understand that. I've got a two thousand one. I've got a two thousand one Mazda. It's got three hundred seventy five thousand miles on it. I want eight thousand dollars for it. Fuck off. Well, they're not selling it either, so it can just sit there for a while. Well, that's what I'm saying though. But I remember when used cars used to be not a big deal. I know. Like if you had a couple of grand, you could go get a halfway decent used car. Now, fuck that. They're almost as expensive as new well, cars. Well, that's because nobody can afford to buy a new one. They're expensive. Well, you know, okay, as far as this, you know, the the computer controls in the vehicles. Yeah. I mean, the girls and I were watching a commercial the other day. I I can't even begin to tell you which car it is, but it has the automatic parallel parking feature. And they show the gal, she takes her hands off the wheel and the wheel is turning and the car is just automatically backing into the thing. And I, my first thought was, what if she has an accident anyway? Is it going to be a viable excuse to say well your honor my hands weren't even on the wheel i didn't even touch it the car hit it yeah why weren't you holding on the steering wheel my car drives itself it's not my responsibility Mm -mm. well i think it's funny because you were thinking this was something new i remember back in early i'm gonna say when did we move from seattle 97 96 okay there was already i think the audi quattro already had this feature back then it's not that new I, I don't know, but I'm just saying, you know, and then all these problems that Toyota has been having with their electronic systems, it's even as, as far down as like uh, my sewing machines and stuff. The more right. they're computerized, the easier they are to break. And then once something goes foobar with that computer system, the whole thing is jacked <laughs> up. Give me my treadle sewing machine with the one stitch. And nothing's going to mess with that. Well, that is why one of the reasons why I like driving motorcycles, too, though. It's not that fucking complicated. There's not a bunch of shit on there. I don't have to worry about my fucking computer-controlled ignition fucking up on me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am perfectly happy with many of the newfangled, schmangled electronics and computers and stuff. We're probably some of the first adopters for many things. Yeah. But, you know, I think at a certain point, I don't. I don't want everything doing it all, all for me yeah I, I don't want my onstar system popping on one day and telling me prepare to die and then right you know, that's and your time is up sorry i don't need that shit I, I don't think a computer should have anything to do with any of these things a, a computer that controls braking should have no access to the internet okay let me just spell that out for you I why agree. why would that be necessary fucking idiots unless you know you can, can program your car so it takes your child directly to school Oh, that's, else. Yeah, that's a genius idea. All right, kids, I'm loading you in the car. I'll see my car later. Yeah. No, not not good. Go to school. Go directly to school. Oh, Do not pass no. Starbucks. Kim, Kim, Kim. Please stop. It's not nice. All right, you got anything else over there? No. I see your boobs. Maybe later. Oh, fuck. You have another show to do. All right, if they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Next show's going to be 15 minutes long. Let's just stand between me and your vagina. Ah, oh boy. Email. show at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget, you can juice to blueberry.com. Vote first podcast.com. Leave us a review at iTunes. And really, if you're not leaving me a review at iTunes, I'm not really sure what the issue is. 
Did I do something? Did I not call you? You didn't like the thing I did where I put my little finger in your butthole? That bothered you? Try to leave a review anyway. Thanks. This is a nice thing to do. I'm not asking for much. Also, check out your baby can read. You can do that by going to our website. Are we there at podcast.com? You click the little link. You go there. Bang, bang, boom. You get some free shit. You teach your baby to read. Everybody's happy. We don't have a generation of idiots on our hands anymore. What? Awesome. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You never let me down. Even though the Kindle is shitty now. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. Thank you.